0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: A Radio Show on blogtalk.radio.com, starring me, the world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to my website, which is www.thepetpsychic.com. Again, that's www.thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. You can see videos on that website. You can read my blog. You can read Stormy's Words of Wisdom column on that website. And you can also book an individual session, which is fun. I also talk to babies and deceased people and uh, anyone else that can't speak for themselves. So, Feel free to check out my website. You can call into the radio show right now at 917-889-2693. Again, that's 917-889-2693. You can join us in the chat room. And um, today I is, my co-host is not here. She's in Hawaii. Uh, She went to her cousin's wedding. So I'm doing the show by myself, but I've got Deanna and the Kendra and Kendra on the as my screen caller. So thank you so much you guys for being there. So when you call in, you'll get them and they'll talk to you a little bit about your pet and why you're calling in so I can have a, a heads up on on who we're talking to. Um I'm going to try and power it today and try to get to as many callers as I can. So I'm going to limit our our session or each call to one question, so I want you to think really hard about what question you want to add your pet ask your pet and I know that it's really difficult to stick to that one question and because of my work, I find it very difficult to stick to one question too because I just want to keep going and keep talking to them but We've been getting a lot of callers, and so I really want to try and hit as many as possible. So be respectful of the next caller and um, really think about what you want to ask and prepare your animal because the more your animal is prepared on what question you're going to ask, the faster I I will get it and the more we can get done. So uh, when you know what you want to ask your pet, just tell your pet, picture it in your mind, and tell your pet that they might be talking to someone um, and to think about their answer. Okay, you can also log on to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com uh, Pet Psychic Radio. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash pet Psychic radio. And there you can post your animal's picture. I love to look at the animal's picture when I'm talking to them. It's not a necessity, but I love to see a face. So feel free to go on and remember when you're on to like our page and share our page so we can spread the message on animal consciousness and how much our animals understand us and how to speak to them. It's real important. Okay, so we are going to jump right in and... um, we're going to pick up Finn. And so Finn and Allison, you are on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi, Allison. It's good to hear from you. So, Yeah, I wish
2: it was under better circumstances.
1: <laughs> yeah, so tell, tell me what's going on with Finn. So Finn started having a little bit of
2: blood dripping from his nose about a month ago. And, you know, we went to the vet about it. He thought it might be a cut. It got worse. We tried antibiotics. That didn't work. We ended up getting referred to an internal medicine specialist, and they said that most likely he has a fungal infection in his nose. Oh. And so um, he just got a treatment for that last week. And what okay. they do is they coat, coat the inside of the nose with a fungicide, and ideally what that does is it kills the fungus and everything can drain out and he can kind of reset. Oh, right. um, So I, that's what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> and um, he has just been really um, seeming very painful and especially swallowing seems like it's very, very uncomfortable for him. Mm. And when I get out food he um, will run away from me, like run to the basement. And I've tried like, you know, like cream top yogurt, wet food, you know, like just broth, you know, we've tried pretty much every food combination that dogs are supposed to love. (laughs) So I wanted to, basically I just want to know how he's feeling and let him know that we're going to try putting him on some additional painkillers And just kind of see if that medicine that he's taking, like, if he even feels like it's working, you know?
1: Okay. Have you had him tested for valley fever?
2: I haven't. I I, I haven't heard about that.
1: I would. I would ask your vet to do that because I know of a few pets that have been tested for valley fever and have that same sort of fungus in the nose. Okay, and I'll check that out for out sure. Valley fever. And your vet might say that they have not seen a case, and they don't think that's what it is. But, um, but I know of a specialist here that has seen valley fever, and so if you want, I can get you guys in touch with them, and they can sort of talk about that and see if that might be what's happening. Um, yeah. just something to think about. Uh, and then do they think by any chance that, that that fungicide went down to his throat? Do they think that that like, might mitovac- have I
2: mean, that is... You know, in the process of it draining, some of it, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way for some of it to not get in his throat. Yeah. So, okay. you know, it's he may just have a really sore throat from that process though.
0: Yeah. Um, or
2: even, like, when you're sick and you have nasal drip, they said sometimes you can really have mm. pain that way. Yeah. But okay. if we could just kind of even tell him, like, even if he doesn't feel like swallowing, if he could just, you know, try for something. Because at this when point, you
1: eat. him not yes.
2: eating is really negatively impacting him, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's tell him. And and for all of you out there listening, um, Finn is a beautiful poodle. Oh. And he is. And um, also, if you could all just sort of think of him and send him healing energy and picture him healthy – Um, There's a lot of power in that, and um, that would be nice for Finn. So, okay, let's get a hold of Finn and ask Finn how he's doing. How you doing, Finny? My my old friend. I'm not that good. I don't feel good in my head at all. My My head feels swollen. He says he feels stuffed up behind his eye, too. Okay. And he says he feels like his left ear is also draining. Like he has that sensation of, like, like something dripping down his ears. Okay. He says when he swallows, it feels raw. Okay. He says he thinks his, He thinks that his throat is bloody. I don't know if it is, but it feels really raw. Sort of like that same raw feeling, like, when you've had, like, a sore throat and you've been coughing and it feels, like, raw. Yeah. Also, my stomach hurts. And I'm worried I'm going to die. I know. We're worried about that, too. He says he's worried that the fungus is all over his body. Now, if he's on an antibiotic, he's gonna feel kind of yucky and that kind of sticky, like um, cotton candy sort of feeling. You know, like when cotton candy sticks to your sticks to your fingers. It's kind of that yeah. same antibiotics kind of give you that same feeling. So he m- might be feeling like the fungus is like that, but it might actually be the antibiotic feeling. Yeah. Well,
2: and unfortunately, one of the options is that the fungus can generalize into his body, Mm. um, which is a really not great thing
1: in terms of his prognosis. He wants to know if he dies, will he take his body with him? No, honey, you won't take your body with you if you die, sweetheart. You're going to go out of your body if you die. But you're going to try and get better, though, first. Sometimes you feel really gross, and then you get better. So you might still get better. You've got to still have hope. He says he needs hope because he doesn't have it now. Aww. I feel really sick. He feels, like, really nauseous, too, and, like, when, you know that feeling when you're feverish and you get up and you sort of sway, or if you're drunk and you get up and you sway? It's that yeah. feeling, too. Okay. Honey, you need to eat something, okay? You need to force yourself to eat maybe, like, some yogurt or something or some chicken soup, something really soft on the throat or some ice cream, something, some. Thing like that, you need to eat to help your body heal. Maybe I could eat a little. Little he gave me kind of like that. Um, I mean, I think it's terrible. I don't think you should feed it to him, but kind of like that pedigree sauce, you know? That's like like really bad dog food.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I mean honestly, like I tried that because I thought you know at this point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Just get him eating anything or baby food maybe. Yeah, right. We've also given him turkey baby food. He liked that yesterday, but
2: he didn't yeah. yesterday.
1: Maybe that baby food watered down is what he's saying. Okay. I bet that's his baby food watered down. Oh, Finn, I certainly hope that you feel better. I'm gonna be sending you lots of love. I hope He has I a get lot of
2: fans. Tired.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully. Yeah. Alton, will you keep us posted and let me know how he does? I will, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to him. Oh, you're welcome. Finny, your people are fighting for you. You keep fighting. I'm going to try, but I don't feel well. Sometimes we have to hold the hope when they can't, you know? Yeah. Because feel really junky, you don't really think you're going to get better. And I've had the flu where I felt like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going. (laughs) Right, right. He he can still get better and kind of just hold that strong for him and hold that image. Okay.
2: And
1: and sort of go in your intuition, too, if you get a sense of, like, if you need to switch to another specialist or you need to call someone else or, you know, kind of feel that in your gut, too. Like, because sometimes – Sometimes the universe will kind of provide or give us little hints of what we should do, so we need to listen to that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, keep us posted, Allison. I will. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Uh, You're welcome. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. Sweet little Finny, picturing him well. Okay, so now we are going to... Uh, Julie and Dory, if I can find you, yep, there you are. Okay, you guys are on the air. Hi, Laura. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. So, tell me. Let us see here. So, I see here that Dory has some major separation anxiety. And oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it started when your what? When your daughter went to college, it got worse. Yes,
3: um, she's always howled when we've left the house,
4: mm-hmm. but
3: now it's gone to. She's flipping her water bowl, food bowl. She's flipping the cat's water bowl and food bowl. She's getting into their uh, litter box and flipping the contents out all over the place, and then comes upstairs. And scratches on the front door, the back door, the windows. And um, I don't know what else to do for her. She's gone to the vet, and the vet doesn't want to put her on any medication because she has some liver enzymes that are high. Mm. So, you know, I just don't know what else to do. It's, you know, causing a little friction in my marriage. Mm. And so I just want her to feel safe and comfortable when I leave the house and that she doesn't perform these behaviors.
1: Will she do that even when your husband is home? Yes. She'll do mm. it even
3: when he'll go in the garage and she'll start flipping her food bowl. Mm,
1: okay. Luckily so did, far I've been, yes? And she she didn't do that for a while? Right. Mm
3: right okay. it's really escalated since september
1: yeah okay so one of the things i like to tell people just when like any animal has like a nervous problem is i like them to get the animal adjusted by a chiropractor just because if she's out of alignment and if she's in sort of an older dog she she probably is even the puppies yeah. can be and if she's out of alignment um it can affect her nervous system so i think that's always a good place to start and okay. um and the other thing that might be, you know, my dog has high liver enzymes, and he's on a product called Sami, S-A-M-E, and that helps to bring the liver enzymes down, but it also helps with mental balance. So okay. you might want to look into that also and see, talk to your vet and see if that's something that might be a good idea for her, because that could help her sort of with her, um, with her liver enzymes and with what's going on in her mind. That sounds good. um, But let's talk to her. I just love this picture you posted of her on Facebook because she's She's beautiful, super adorable. And then there's the two cats in the background that are just, like, (laughs) snuggling. (laughs) That is the best photo. I love it. Yeah, those
0: Um,
3: cats have personality. (laughs) I know. They look like they're such good buds. And it looks like a
1: little heart the way they all (laughs) look. So we should tell the kitties they need to help their older sister. Yes. Okay, so let's get Dory and see how she's doing and tell see if we can get her to calm down when she's when you're going away, okay, Dory, what do you think, sweetheart? How come you're so upset when your mom leaves the house? What's going on? She says sometimes she gets really scared the house is gonna shake.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Do you know why she would feel that way?
3: Well, you know, we had an earthquake here a couple years ago. Um, it was It was in August of, gosh, what year would that be? August of 2011, perhaps?
1: Hmm. Okay. So, did that when this behavior started, or she, she always had it, you said, right? She's always howled when we've left the house. Yeah, okay. Dory, honey, I'm going to tell her what an earthquake is.
3: Oh, and another thing is I'm near a, a naval air station, so we have planes flying overhead a lot.
1: Oh. Okay, so maybe she's picking up the atmospheric pressure, too. Well, that's interesting. If she's picking up some atmospheric pressure, that could also be like she's out of alignment, and so then pressure she's more sensitive to. So something that she was okay with before might create more of, like, that feeling. So mm-hmm. I, I would get her checked. Um, and maybe even with her liver enzymes high, she's got a little bit more anxiousness. Yeah. So um, uh, one thing with the liver enzymes, too, is to cut, cut out, like, The protein and give more vegetables and that will help bring the liver enzymes down too um um okay dory honey do you know that you live near like where there's planes going overhead and so that might shake the house sometimes that might feel like that but you're safe in the house and when the earth moved like that you were still safe in the house okay just like if mom and dad were there And if anything, if that house ever did actually really shake again, your mom and dad or somebody would come home and get you fast. So some of the things that you can do when you're alone in the house is lick and yawn and blink your eyes and see if you can stretch and calm yourself and think about the positive and talk to your kitties because it looks like your kitties do just fine when no one's home. She says sometimes she talks to the kitties and the kitties say, you're stressing me out. <laughs> okay. Okay, so then you ask them how to be calm and maybe they can teach you stretching or licking or yawning. You've got to find calmness inside of you. Okay, because you can do it. You're having a false fear. You're very, very safe at home. What can help you when mom and dad leave? They can tell you how long they'll be gone. They'll picture in their head how long they'll be gone. But you just got to think about that's your home. That's an extension of your mom and dad being in that house and your sister. You got to think of that as a really safe place and how lucky you are. A lot of dogs don't have that. She says she'd like to say to herself that she feels safe. And what else? And I'd like to say that I feel like I have a full belly. (laughs) Because when I have a full belly, I do much better.
3: Okay. Well, I can leave the food down so she can eat during the day if she doesn't flip it over.
1: Yeah. And then also maybe, um, can you give her something to chew on when you go? She has many chewies. Is there something that she
3: wants in particular?
1: What? She likes the chewies that are juicy. Which ones are those, honey? You kinda have to pull the meat off. Is that like a bone marrow bone? Have you given her one of those? She's had one of those. Yeah, she wants one of those. Okay, I want you to try really, really hard. And okay, so one of the things that you can do, Julie, okay, is now that you know that she's worried about the house shaking and, you know. Mm-hmm. Doctor, when you're home and you hear a plane go over, you can say that's just a plane. They're traveling from one place to another. People ride in those, or you know, whatever you feel like they're doing at the navy base, or whatever you feel like's going on there. Just sort of explain to her what it is. And and sometimes when they fly lower, you might feel more of an energy, but you're safe. So you can tell her what your what is going on. But I want you to. Stay with how she's safe and how she can handle that and picture that in your mind. You want to try and stay away from saying things like don't worry, don't be scared, nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen to you because when you, when you talk about the negative like, and bring out don't, then that's what you picture in your head. So if you say don't worry, you picture the worry and you feel the worry. So you want to say be confident, be brave. Okay?
3: Okay, I'm writing it all down.
1: Okay, keep us posted and look into that Sammy. That probably will help.
3: Yes, I will. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, sweet little girl. Okay, so our next caller is, um, is Kishara with Milo. And you guys are on the air. Hi, hi, Laura. Hi there. Did I say your name right? Kashera. Kashera. Thanks for calling in. So
5: yeah. So
4: tell us, Milo.
5: Yeah, you've spoken to Milo before. Um, He he has. When I adopted him two years ago, he has he he developed seizures, and um, so he's been on medication, and he's been doing really well. But he also had um, his back right leg. I believe it was a little bit dislocated. He had a dislocated kneecap, but um, it, it wasn't bothering him. He was walking fine. So, but now, up until, today, up until a few weeks ago, he hasn't been walking on that leg, and, and, it, and it seems like either he can't feel anything in it or he's in pain because it's hard for him to, to use the bathroom. He can't stand up very long, you know, and I just need to know. I, I need to know if he's in pain and, I, and so I can, you know, what I need to do to take care of him. <laughs> because okay. I'm not he's
1: really trying to sure. You kinda know he's in pain because he's not putting his foot on it, right? So you want to, oh, no. you yeah. want to know. What did he say? Uh, yeah.
5: He walks because he, he can walk. He walks fine. He's been going up and down the steps. But now sometimes he'll hold that leg up or he can't stand on it very long.
1: Okay. So exactly where is the pain originating from and um how much pain he's in? Is there anything that he can tell you about about that? Right. Um, how
5: what is yeah, what is he feeling? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, will you remind me which leg it is? The back right leg. Okay, great. Let's get Milo. He's <laughs> so cute. I remember he was kinda of funny, wasn't he, the last time I spoke to him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being funny today. Hi, Milo. What's going on? What's going on with your leg? Your mom's so worried about you. I really heard it. He said he twisted it when he was running like a fancy dog. He said he twisted it from his ankle to his knee. But my hip is hurting, too. And it's really put a bummer on his tail wagging. And I just can't wag my tail as much. And it's no fun because I'm having a hard time stretching too. Yeah. He says he thinks what he needs is something to heal it. Do you know what would heal it, Milo? He says he's not quite sure, but he thinks he needs a machine to make it better. Do you know what that would be? A machine? No. He has it been lasered?
2: A laser, maybe? Oh, I don't know.
1: Um, Have you ever had that done on him? No. No. Uh, no, he what hasn't. What a machine to make it better. What would that be? What's a machine to make it better? It's a He says it's a machine that you sit in and it heals you. Milo, honey, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Mom will have to think about that. Yeah, I mean, I've tried putting heating
5: pad on him on his on his hip.
1: So mm-hmm. does the heating pad on your hip help you? A little bit it does, but it doesn't cure it. It looks like it's originating down though more by his ankle is hock, to his knee. Okay. So it's like, it's lower, but you're probably picking up the hip because he's holding that hip higher in order for right. the leg. So that's why mm-hmm. you're picking up that hip pain. Um, I, did you, I would take him to the vet just to make sure he didn't tear that ACL. Yeah, you know, um, we have. We got a. I got a
5: referral from the vet to see an orthopedist in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's. I just needed to find out. Yeah. Know,
1: so I can. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, going to a chiropractor really helps. And he might have heard about laser therapy, so I'd almost look into that and see if you could find somebody with a laser, even if it's like a friend or massage therapist or somebody who has a laser that you could borrow. Okay. Because that could help him, and maybe that's what he's thinking about. Maybe he's heard of that or heard somebody talk about it or heard a vet think about maybe a laser would help him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well keep us posted on that sweet little Milo. Yeah. All right, so thanks says, Laura. He says to tell you that you look exceptionally beautiful today.
4: <laughs>
1: he says need to tell you that. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, keep thank us posting up, little man. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sweet little guy. Okay. So going on. To Nikki with Sammy Joe, you guys are on the air. Hi, hi there, Nikki. Nikki. Hi. So um, I'm. I am, calling... I'm just looking for Sammy Joe's picture because you put him on. Yeah, I put them in, in the,
4: the comments of the thing where you said for the show today. Oh, the, great! The thing okay. Where you wrote, it's like, Yeah,
1: he's like on the bus. He's the last one. Okay, there he is. Oh, a sweet little gray kitty. Okay, so tell us. Oh, so he's passed away. And he passed away in February of 2013, and he's 13 years old. And so I see here that you you feel like um, that he died because you got two dogs at the same time that he didn't like?
4: Well, he got one we got. The first one we got right after my other dog died and they kind of got along. But then Mm -hmm. I had a little dog, a puppy that was being abused. So I ended up, I was kind of like, kind of took her because I already had a relationship with her and we got attached and I brought her home and he didn't really like that puppy. So Mm -hmm. then shortly after that he started, he got cancer and he started to get worse.
1: Oh, okay. So let's, let's. Let's talk to him and see. You want to ask him how he's doing on the other side and if he if he's upset about those dogs? Yeah. Okay, let's get him. Sweet little Sammy Joe. He kind of looks a little bit like my Serafina.
4: Okay.
1: He says he wants to tell you that he's having a good time in heaven. He says he's a great hunter in heaven. He says he often comes to you in the bedroom. And I put my paw on her. And I purr and I tell her that I love her. He says he also wants to tell you that he wasn't afraid to die. That he had a grandma woman, yeah, come to him and tell him that he was gonna be hers in heaven. Do you know which grandma that is? Mm. Um, I don't know. Like my
4: grandma died and my step grandma died too, so mm. it could be one of
1: which, them. Yeah, Sammy Joe. Which grandma is? That? I mean, he could be with both of them in heaven, but maybe one came more. Um, yeah. The one that likes to smile and move around. She's really active. Uh, Do you know which grandma that it is? Did, well,
4: one of my grandmas had schizophrenia, and she had she would hop around a lot, so it might be. <laughs> <but> she wasn't
1: <laughs> <really>. <laughs> So maybe that. Okay. So when they talk about seeing people on the other side, right? They'll give little clues on who they are. So it has to filter yeah. through me. And they often what often happens is that they. Say a lot in just a little. So the smile and the hop around is probably saying that she was with the that that Sammy Joe is with the one your grandma in heaven that had the schizophrenia that would move around a lot. But the smile yeah. probably means I don't have schizophrenia anymore. Like I'm really yeah. happy and I'm having a good time and everything's okay and I'm watching over your cat.
4: Yeah, that makes sense, because she had, I don't know if she had a cat before, but she had dogs, and she liked animals, so.
1: Oh, good, yeah, so it would make sense that she would come for Sammy Joe. Mom, don't worry about me. Don't feel guilty about the dogs. When the dogs came, I felt like they needed you. And the new dog was really stressed. He didn't make me sick. Sort of felt like I needed to go. Because my energy was getting dull. So he's saying that he didn't feel like the rescue dog that came in actually progressed his illness. He feels like he had it already. And that when he was passing... It was okay because he felt like you sort of needed to spend your attention on them, and that it was he felt okay with the passing. Okay. He said he felt like he was ready when it was time to go. Yeah, he says, he but mom, it. know this when sometimes you're shy. Know that people really love you, oh. and other people don't know you're shy. And know also, I'm a kitty that has wings, <laughs> and I can come and sit on your shoulder. No, he says he's with you whenever you need strength. Oh, do you feel shy sometimes?
4: Yeah, I really do. I have I have Asperger's syndrome, and I have like a lot of trouble talking with people sometimes. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that really makes well, sense. Congratulations
1: for calling in.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good for you. Um, that's yeah. so sweet. So what he's saying is, when you feel like you're like having a hard time, or you feel like it's hard to talk to someone, that he'll be on your shoulder like your angel and he'll help give you strength. And you can sort of picture him going into a situation before you to to, um, help you get through it. But he's also saying, and I think this is really important because sometimes the way we see ourselves is not the way other people see us. So even though you might be feeling really shy and insecure and that you don't really feel like you're – communicating well that's not how other people see you other people see like you're communicating really well wow yeah that's pretty much right on oh that's so nice how nice that you can speak to sammy joe i love it yeah Yeah, well thanks for calling in thank you okay you got you guys be well thanks hey bye nikki Okay. I love that image of him with, with angel wings. I mean, it sounds like so like something that, that the animals might say often, but they really don't. So it's kind of cute to think of a little gray kitty on her shoulder with angel wings. I love that. Okay. And so our next caller is going to be Kimberly with Macy. You guys are on the air. Hello. Hi there.
6: How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. So tell me, um, Macy has been acting strange since your other dog died a couple months ago. Is that right?
6: Yes, yes. Um, Angel passed away in February. Uh, And it was pretty, you know, dramatic because she was in a lot of pain and, you know, screaming, et cetera. But um, since she passed... um, Macy, you know, she seems a little depressed, which, I, you know, seems normal, but also like her eating has changed, like she doesn't eat as much, and and she sleeps a lot more. There's a new dog in the house uh, who's about the size of Angel but much younger. Angel was um, seven years old when she passed. Macy's five. And Angel was a pit bull mix. That was about 60 pounds. This dog is also a pit bull mix of some kind. And he's about 40 or 50 pounds himself, but he's a lot more, um, his energy is a lot more uh, frantic and uh, playful, you know, than, than Angel's was. So I'm still not sure how she's feeling. She doesn't seem like herself still.
1: Okay, and Macy's a very small little terrier, right? Can you tell our callers what she looks like? She's adorable. She's on our Pet Psychic Facebook page, too. Um, can you tell our callers what she looks like?
6: Yeah, she's uh she's about eight pounds. She's some kind of silky hair carrier mix with a lot of salt and pepper coloring. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, big eyes and she she has a big personality. She's but, you know,
1: absolutely what... adorable. Um yeah. Okay, so let's get her and ask her how she's doing since Angel has died. And how's she doing with the new dog in the house? And right. what can we do to make her a little bit back to her old self? Because you're worried about it and you want her to be live a happy life.
6: Right. And, and we also had to move. It's like Angel Path And then we, we had to move because the condo we were living in was sold. Mm-hmm. So now we're in a new house, so everything
4: changed. So
1: a lot of changes. Right. A lot yeah. of
4: changes.
1: Okay, Macy, how are you doing? There have been a lot of changes. When Angel died, I saw flashes of light, and they just kept sort of flashing. And they took her. Mm Scares me so much that now sometimes when I look into the sun, I think it's going to take me. Well, sweetheart. So its flashes of light were probably like angels themselves. That was probably a really beautiful thing that you saw. It was probably really a wonderful thing. Have you not seen angel's spirit around? Because you can talk to angel. Have you seen her spirit? She says she lies next to me a lot, but I didn't know I could talk to her. Now that is really common for uh, some of the animals when they have friends that pass away. They'll see spirits mm-hmm. in, the, in the the deceased friend's spirit, or even you know person if it's maybe a person, and they don't know what to make make of it. They don't know if it's a memory. They don't know if it's like a like like what does that mean, you know? So so Sorry. we want to tell Macy that she can talk to Angel and that Angel's coming to comfort her and that she can talk to her and. She wants to know if she talks to Angel, will Angel say, come, come with me? Macy, honey, you have a long life to lead ahead of you. And when it's time for you to go, I can almost guarantee that you will be ready. Even if it comes really sudden, you'll be ready. So one of the things that you can do when she says, come with me, maybe you can just close your eyes and maybe in a dream she can show you where she is. Or like in a vision, she can show you where heaven is, what heaven is like. And that's a really beautiful thing and you don't need to be scared of that at all. That's a really cool thing. It's kind of like a miracle that you can talk to your friend from the other side. So you want to think about the positive. He, she says sometimes she hears Angel saying, "Be friends with the new dog. He's not dangerous, he's not dangerous. even though he looks dangerous with his big tongue. He's not. <laughs> Does he look dangerous? He's not dangerous. You you you're not worried about him, right? With her? No,
6: no. He, he's a real
1: calm dog. He told me not dangerous. <laughs> Does he have a big tongue? yeah <laughs> he has to be here too <laughs> that's funny okay so macy honey you can be friends with him and he's younger and he's got he's he's in better health health than angel was so he's just a little bit more exuberant and you just lick and yawn and you find yourself a safe place to go if you feel like he's coming at you and he's kind of like big and goofy All right, you just kind of find a safe place to go, and he'll learn to respect you. She says, sometimes he says to her, hey, sis, be my good friend. And I say to him, you calm down. And sometimes she says to him, "I don't want to be your friend because I don't want to be mean to Angel." It's not mean to Angel to make another friend. Just like Angel told you to be friends with him, you need to listen to that, Macy. It's fun to have new friends. Angel wants you to live, okay? And that's a common thing too. It's a common thing for people too. They're worried about bringing another animal in the because an animal into the family because they're worried that um, that the other one will the other one on the other side will feel jealous and there's right. very little jealousy in heaven i don't want to say there's no jealousy but or ever right. but very little
6: so she feels okay physically
1: yeah she she feels well physically and she wants string cheese String cheese. <laughs> I love string cheese. Do you know what that is? Is it string cheese? or Yeah, something? yeah, but
6: I, I never recall feeding. Well, maybe I said it to her a long time ago. Okay, let me get her some.
1: <laughs> Does the other dog get string cheese?
6: No, they they didn't much. Um, They got, you know, like the bacon treats and chicken treats, but not the string cheese. Okay, so sometimes
1: what you think of it when I say things, I mean, it could be that she had string cheese once and she liked it. Or that she saw somebody else get string cheese and she says, hey, I want that. Um, But it (laughs) could also be something that looks like string cheese that I would pick up. Like, oh, that looks like string cheese to me. So I filter it through and put string cheese to it, but it's actually like a long white thing.
6: Yeah. She okay. says, "I'll, I'll, and
1: I'll I can't picture." She
6: is one hundred
1: percent positive it is cheese.
6: Okay. Nice. I want
1: cheese. Okay.
6: Cheese <laughs> <Jeez>, it is. <laughs> we'll have to
1: call us back and let us know how she does with the string cheese.
6: I will. Thank you so much.
1: Ah, uh, you're welcome. Let us know how she does. I will. Okay. Bye, Kimberly. Bye-bye. Sweet little girl. Okay, and so now we are going to Pat with Skipper. You guys are on the air.
0: Hi, Laura. Hi there, Um, Pat. Hi. I've got a little dog here that's the most stubborn animal I have ever owned. I absolutely cannot get him housebroken.
1: Okay, everybody. So, um, Skipper is also on our uh, Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page. So you can go to uh, Pet Psychic. We can go to Facebook.com forward slash Pet Psychic Radio to see Skipper. And um, and so okay, so he's not getting housebroken. And so, how old is he now?
0: He's about five years old. He was oh two when I got him. And, and I, he wasn't at all housebroken then.
1: Oh, my um, gosh. And you say here that he pees on cell phones and computers?
0: On a laptop he ruined. He's chewed my cell phone. He's chewed eyeglasses. He, that's because I left him in the house when I went out to do yard work, and I didn't take him with me. And that's what he does. He does something to get even.
1: So he, does he only do that when you're not home, or does he do it when you're in the house too?
0: Oh, well, he he uh, goes and pees in the pantry quite often. Um, but as far as the chewing goes, no, he doesn't chew anything unless I leave him at home or in the house. But um,
1: and so not being able to, to get him pantry house- often. And do you have a pee pad in the house anywhere?
0: Uh, yeah, and he pees next to it.
1: He doesn't pee on it.
0: No, very seldom. Okay, it's even got a target. You know, it's got a target in the middle, so he can hit it, and he won't hit it.
1: Okay. So um, let's find out why he cannot be housebroken. And so wait, tell me this one thing, too. So he never was housebroken when you first got him at two. And when you got him at two, did you go through dog training, how to housebreak a dog? I mean, did did you... Did you follow those sort of guidelines or any guidelines on how to break a dog or did you just sort of yes. bring him in? Yes, and- I, re-
0: I did. And I took him for long walks on a leash, <laughs> you know, and get him familiar with the neighborhood and took him out regularly first thing in the morning. I mean, before I do anything, I pick him up and take him outside. Okay. And when he goes outside, I praise him. Good, a- good, good, good. Good boy, okay. you know
1: yeah okay, let's see what's going on with Skipper. He's absolutely adorable too. It'd be hard to be mad at him.
0: He's so it is, yeah.
1: okay, let's get Skipper and see what's going on. Hey, Skipper, honey, did you hear what your mom wants to know? Why are you peeing in the house? how come you how come you're not behaving? You know what I need to tell you when I pee in the house, it's because I can't help it. It's like I have this fountain in me, and I just can't stop peeing.
0: Okay.
1: Sometimes when I see my mom and dad, and they're, like, out the window, I'm like, I'm going to pee on your things. (laughs) And then I'm like, wow, this feels so good. And then when they come in, I feel so good to see them. them. And then they see my pee. And then I get in trouble. And when I get in trouble, I think maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yes, no, you should not have done that, honey. That's really, really naughty. It's so gross. This is the thing, Skipper. There are two things that are really, really bad for animals to do, right? I mean, there are many, but the biggest ones are biting and peeing in the house. Because peeing in the house ruins things, and it creates a lot of frustration and a lot of upsetness. So do you understand that your mom and dad really want you to pee only outside? Do you understand that concept? Yeah, I get it, but I'm like a funnel stream of pee. It's like I have so much pee in me. So tell me this, when he pees, does he pee a lot?
0: Um, Sometimes, and sometimes it's just a real small little puddle. And what do you feed him? He gets filtered water, tap water, filtered, and, I, and he, uh, holistic dog food. I feed him that uh, refrigerated kind, you know, the pet, select yeah. pet. Yeah, I mean, he gets good food.
1: Because I'm, I'm wondering why does he feel like he's that? So sometimes when they say they have to pee a lot, so I think, okay, it's something. So did you do a blood panel on him? Did you test his kidneys and everything?
0: I did. A couple years ago I took him in because his urine was really dark was right after oh, I got him. I think maybe it was just the food that he was getting from the other people. And oh, okay. Now his urine is almost clear. I mean, sometimes you can't even see it, see it there, especially on a white bathroom floor. I have a, a ceramic tile floor. When he goes in there, I really have to look before I walk does in there. He,
1: does he drink a lot of water?
0: Not that I've noticed.
1: Okay. Because I wonder if you should just get him... I mean, when he says he has to pee, like, a lot, so you want to, you think two things, okay, like, I, like, to me it sounds behavioral, right? But then yeah. when he says he has to pee a lot, I think, huh, well, sometimes a physical problem can turn into a behavioral problem. So, like, if he has a urinary tract infection or a chronic kidney infection that he's had this whole time, and then when he's stressed, it can turn into something behavioral, so I would go and get another urine analysis tested and also do blood work and just make sure that those things are okay.
0: Um, okay. And do you then, think maybe – Um. see, he, he has a problem with a, another dog that we have here. He's a two-year-old, bigger dog, and he's always mounting this dog and humping him. Mm, like, that's he's,
1: dominant. So and he's, like he's been neutered. His see, the little
0: guy's neutered, so there's no reason to do that other than to – I'm thinking maybe it's just to let him know that he – He's got seniority here?
1: Yes, that's what he's doing. That's a sign of dominance. And so one of the things that pee can also mean, and a lot of times it's um, instinctual inside of them, they're not very conscious of it, is that they'll pee around their house to make them feel safe. And so if they smell their own urine in an area then it helps them feel safer. And so one of the things that I would want to do with him is go back to very basic puppy training. He's in a small area whenever you leave him. And if he's in the house and you're worried about him sneaking away, he needs to be on a leash, he needs to be in a little X-Pen, um, or he needs to be washed 100% with you. Because every time he pees and you don't catch him, it's reinforced that it's okay. When you catch him and he's peed, all he's learned is that when you're in the room, pees in the room, and he's in the room, he gets in trouble. Not that the Yeah, anything
0: new we bring into the house, he he has to market. He thinks yeah. he has to market. So we have okay, to put so, everything up.
1: Okay, I've so had to what we need to do, so I can say in cases like this, I want to say that I can talk to them and I can say, you never pee in the house. You only pee uh-huh. outside and they never pee in the house again. Like, do you realize how much chaos, how much upsetness you're actually bringing to the household?
0: This is a really big deal. You need to well, only I am pee very outside. angry and I'm almost yes. to the point of so, finding him another home. I can't is, deal with yes. yes. The
1: problem is, though, that this is a dog who's been doing this the whole time you've had him. It's not a dog that was fine and then had this problem. He's been doing it the whole time. And so then we need to put it back on ourselves and say, how can I create an environment to make sure that he's successful? And so okay. what we need to do is build up his confidence, take him to dog training, teach him, how, use positive reinforcement, reinforcement, teach him commands, teach him sit, down, stay, dance, Leave it, shake, teach him all sorts of tricks. Teach him to feel good about himself and his own body. The more we teach him confidence, the more he's not going to feel like he needs to pee. And then go back to basic puppy training because that was never successfully done. And if you don't do those things, you may have a dog that's 13 years old and still peeing in the house. I'd like to say, and I'm not leaving it out, that he may never pee in the house again. I've seen that happen, but the fact that he's been peeing the whole time makes me feel like he was never given the foundation to feel like a confident dog.
0: So he's going
1: at all these instinctual things. Instinctual, we hump another dog to show that our dominance. Instinctually, we pee to make ourselves feel more confident. So commands, back to puppy training. Lower okay. hit, make sure he go, gets into a more confined space, set him up for success, and lots more praise for doing it right.
0: If you'd just let me know, I'd take him right outside.
1: Yes, but you need to teach him what does that mean. you got to go back and do those other things. I'm telling you, I just know it with this one. you got to do okay. those other things. Take him to dog training class. Okay, You're gonna,
0: thank you. You'll see but, a different dog. He's
1: a terrier. He's super smart. I mean, this yeah. dog is a smart little guy. He's a smart little guy.
0: Okay. So, well, so much love. Okay. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. Keep us posted. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. okay. So I am wondering what I should do. Um, If I should take another caller or go on to Stormy's words of wisdom. I think I'm going to take another caller, but we need to be fast. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. So... I'm going to go to, I was going to go, I'm going to go to Brad with Kansas the dog. So we're going to need to be quick. Hi, Brad. You are on the air. Hi, Laura. How's it going?
7: Good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, thanks. So tell me, what's going on with Kansas?
7: Well, he had a skin issue about a month ago where he was just chewing his hips up, and his whole, like, belly really turned red. And uh, my wife Cynthia and I were, were able to fix that, we think. We just want to make sure that he's doing better and that the changes we've made are, are working um,
1: oh, for the great. long run. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Let's get Kansas and see how he's doing. He's so cute. He kind of has the eyes of my Stormy. How old is he?
7: Oh, uh, He's going to be 10 this year.
1: Oh, he's so cute. Okay. All right, Kansas. I got to tell my people something. They are like the best couple ever. I'm so glad that they're a team. He says sometimes he looks at you guys and he thinks I got love all around me. Oh, sweet. My skin is doing better. He says there's something that he's eating that feels more refreshing in his body. He says he feels like he's pooping better. It's true. And he says he feels like he doesn't need as much water. Oh, he says he feels like he's being supported. He says also that he feels like in his front end, that his front end is getting stronger. He says he feels like he can pop up faster or he can lift himself up faster. Do you see any hmm. of that? Um it, it, sometimes it's
7: hard to tell. We have hardwood floors, and so when he when he gets up, he kind of slips a little bit. But that's just because it's slippery.
4: Mm. Um, he but he does.
1: He,
7: he does.
1: Sorry, go ahead. No, he's saying like he feels like in his in his ankles and his elbows that he they have more strength. Is he on he's, like he, did you put him on like a joint support or something? Um uh, we started
7: giving him like vitamin C, and we we make his food, and we took. Some things out um, that we thought were inflaming his arthritis, um, oh. like potatoes and stuff. So we put more vegetables in and, and switched from chicken to turkey. Like we just tried a bunch of different things and it's working. Wow. He yeah, does want to play it, a lot more, which we it know. It
1: is working. I mean, what he's trying to say to you too is he's being really smart and like, okay. What can I say to them? Because he's like, okay, they already see that my skin is getting better, so how else yeah. can I tell them that I'm feeling better? And so he's right. sharing those things with you, too. Yes. Oh, awesome. He, he does want to play
7: more. Which is good.
1: My skin is cooler. Oh, good. He says he needs a little bit more help with the
7: Ah, uh, yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, he says he needs pushing up of his hips.
7: Hmm.
1: So there's a way... Like while he's riding? No, why you're getting in the car. Getting him in the car.
7: Okay, yeah. We got a new car, and it is harder for him to get up there, but we also worry that he's not comfortable sitting in the back seat of the car, actually.
1: He says the back seat is okay as long as he has a pillow top. Ah, okay. Meaning that he wants a pillow so that crease in the back seat doesn't push him down. Okay, I'm going to have to go because I want to get Stormy's words of wisdom in. Of course, of course, of course. Go. Okay, thanks for calling in. Of course. Okay, thank you. Stormy, in your words of wisdom. Storm, words of wisdom. He said he wants to tell everybody that he's glad that you all called in and to listen to your animal with joy. When you're thinking about them, think about them in joy because joy is the center of the heart. I agree, Stormy. Okay, everybody, check out my website at thepetpsychic.com. Again, my website is thepetpsychic.com, and join us next week for another great, great pet psychic radio show.